You're listening to a message from Victory Carmona. We hope to inspire and encourage you today. Kayo po tayong lahat ulit to read from Psalms chapter 78. Psalm chapter 78 verses 1 to 8. Masahin po natin together. You could uh, open it on your uh, sa inyo po mga phones. Let me read Psalm 78, 1-8. It says here, Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from, old, from of old. Things that we have heard and known that our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and His might, and the wonders that He has done. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which He commanded our fathers to teach to their children, that the generation might know them, the children yet unborn, and arise and tell them to their children, so that they should set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments." And that they should not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful to God, shall we pray. Lord, maraming salamat as we look into Psalm chapter 78. Holy Spirit, we recognize your presence. Feel each and every one of us. In Jesus Christ, hide me behind your cross. Your love, your grace, your mercy will be seen through me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to our 2 p.m. service. My name is Pastor Elijah, one of your pastors here at the Victory Cavite in Carmona. Let's see this. It is good job, Ulet. And mga nakakatuwa, no? Kanina si... Yung anak ni Ate Dayan nandito din, no? Si Sophie. And at least uh, kaninang umaga, grabe din yung nag-transition. Like, uh, thank you to those people na that invested their time and to their parents as well. Kanino ka ba nagmana, Elise? Sa iyong tat... Parang yung, yung pormahan, parang si Kuya, ano yan. So, thank you to those people that invested their lives. No? Uh, every 1pm po, nagkakaroon tayo ng life group for our Every Nation campus. And I'd like to thank Eka and Pray uh, in uh, doing that. And those people as well that helped out. No? Si Andrew, si Vernie, Kuya Carlo also helped out. Uh, Ate Olive as well and uh, sino pa isa? Ayun, si Kuya Ellie. Yan. So thank you to those people na nag invest ng oras and uh, even though puyat sila minsan or may, minsan may gagawin pa but they value the next generation and help out. Ate Marie as well na no, nag-talk siya last time uh, dun sa shape na a few months ago. So and you no, know, if you have a son or a daughter that's in campus in the campus, and you encourage them to join as well every Saturday 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. po, as we look into their lives and you know impart them the word of God and yung they dis- as they discover their skills as well, and then they'll use it in the ministry of God. So yeah, baka and si Elise ang medyo Grabe, sabi ko. Kinikilabutan ako kanina habang nagtatransition kanina. Ito, you know. So, now we're into our series. Yan, I-Y-K-Y-K. Sabi to, ano ba to? Yan, iyak-iyak. Yan, this is a brand new series. Uh, a two-week, actually. Yan, ayaw na naman gumawa. Ba't kaya? Baka. Yan, yan. So, It's a, you know, it's a term that is used in our generation today. No? It's a generation po namin. Uh, madalas namin yung ginagamit. <laughs> And so, yung, yung IYKYK, if just to give an introduction to it. So, kunwari nag-uusap kami ni Joshua, no? Tapos sasabihin ko sa kanya, if you know, you know. That's the definition of IYKYK. So, it means na merong, merong kaming pinag-usapan as a group. Tapos sinabi ko sa kanya, if you know, you know. Kung alam niya yung pinag-usapan, kasama siya doon sa inner circle. Kapag hindi niya nag-gets yung... Ano bang ibig mong sabihin? What do you mean by that? Diba? WDYM. Diba? WDYM. Diba? Ano? Uh, hindi outsider siya doon sa, sa usapan na yun. So, this 
title that we have. If someone gets it, understand the meaning without any need for explanation. But the question is, do we really know and understand how the next generation talks or sees things? Now, this generation has a different lens. Now, pag nakita natin, tayong may mga anak na nag-teens na, malapit na mag-teens. So, they have a different lens. Now, we have this conversation before, no? mga pastors, and uh, one pastor was sharing. So, sinabihan daw siya na, you invalidated me. Ah, so, isipin mo, sinabihan yung pastor niya na, you invalidated me. And then, the pastor was shocked. And uh, he tried to explain now things to to that person, to that to that young people, young person. No? I did not invalidate you. Now, yes, bakit kasi sinabi that you invalidated? Kasi daw, meron silang pag-uusap na hindi sila nag-agree. No, it, so, ang sanabi ng pastor, it doesn't mean that I, in, I invalidated you. I validated you. And kaya kita kausap ngayon because I validated your point of view. I ang question lang is, the reason why we didn't understand each other or magkaiba yung ibig yung yung gusto nating malaman at the end of at the end of the conversation is because I have a different set of value and you have a different set of value. And the pastor said, "My set of value is based on the eternal word of God." The question is, saan nang gagaling? Saan yung angle? Saan yung hugot nung nung kausap niya? And now uh, that, that's why sabi niya, ayoko na ulit marinig sa yon, sabi niya. That I never and as, as parents, no, as you know, this this preaching actually is for us parents, for us guardians. Uh, this is a campus series, but when I looked into the Word of God, sabi ko hindi to pang campus, eh. no, pang parents to, and the pang uh, pang guardians ng ng uh, ng next generation is to guide them so that they could be molded into what God wants them to be. And as we talk to them, as we you know look into their lens, help them understand who God is. Yun yung question, how much do we really know? Kaano ba natin kaalam yung next generation? No, I, I said this before, na alam mo yun, yung, yung isang bat, yung madalas natin sinasabi to yung pagdasaktan yung anak or kakilala natin na mas bata, na buti, lang yan, buti nga yan lang naramdaman mo. Eh. How many of us could get that? Diba? Sinasabi natin yun madalas. Kasi as na nanggaling from the authoritarian rule. Diba? Ano lang, mata lang ang walang latay. Tama ba? O ako lang ang naka-experience ng ganun. Tama-tama naman, diba? Yung, yung grabe yung pagkatumakbo ka at pinapalo ka ng magulang mo, tatamaan ka talaga. Diba? Patatamaan ka lang walis ting-ting o walis tambuman yan. Diba? Kahit saan katamaan. Pero pagka yung ngayon, yung mga anak natin, pag na, nasaktan, tasabihan natin, Buti nga yan lang naramdaman natin. Yan lang naramdaman. But as parents, we need to understand this. The reason why yung, yung, yung perspective natin is because extreme yung naramdaman natin. Tapos yung mga anak natin, yun lang. And now, we need to bridge that gap into saying na instead of saying, yun lang yung naramdaman, nga yun lang naramdaman, we go to where they are so that we could bring them to where God wants them to be. Now, we could relate to them. We could, you know, Minsan pagka, pag, alam mo yun, pagka sinabi sa atin na, buti nga yan lang naramdaman mo eh. Diba? Usually, ang sagot nun ng, ng anak natin, hindi mo ko naintindihan. Ha? Hindi mo ko naintindihan. And, and as as uh, older generation, now we need to bridge that gap. Tayo, na, tayo, yung mag, uh, tayo talaga yung magbibridge ng gap na yun into the next generation. That God's heart for the purpose, yung, yung are we willing to know God's heart and purpose for the next generation. That we need to discover the power of faith and hope imparted from one generation to another, working together as one. Na yung multi-generational, if nakita mo, a campus yung nag-transition, nag kanina ring first service, next Sunday, campus ulit yung magka-transition. And we need to have that multi-generation. Kasi kapag ka hindi natin ginawa yun, by the end of what, 40 years, 
titigil tong victory. Titigil tong victory, Garmona. Kasi magre-retire na tayo lahat, tas walang papal, and we need to bridge that gap to help them see and understand who God is in, in, in their lives. And then to understand, ano ba yung pinapagawa ni Lord sa buhay na? That's why we need to have those trainings, those shape-up trainings, and those equipping classes, and those impartation of the older generation to the younger generation that they could understand more who God is. As a church family, the church community, we will continue the stories of the works of God and testimonies of His Word to the next generation. And as a result, all generations will lead together through imparted faith and hope and inspired servant leadership. Minsan yung mga anak natin, alam mo yun, yung sinishield natin. Alam mo yun, yung, yung, for example, meron tayong struggle as a family. No? Tapos yung ayaw natin ipaalam sa anak natin na ito yung struggle natin. Now, this is what I've learned all those to all those parenting seminar na, na minsan dapat hindi natin sila i-shield eh. Bigyan natin sila ng konting pain. Bigyan sila ng konting, yung, yung, kung ano ba talaga yung nangyayari sa family natin so that they could understand na kapag ka nandyan na yung blessing, nandyan na yung answered prayer, that they would recognize that it's not about us but it's about God. Na pag na-recognize na nila yun, na win na sa atin yun as, as, as a parent eh, na every time now they will go to You know, ito, ito very classic example. No? Si Shaya, kapag ka, tumagala kami, family time, ganon. Every time we go to a parking lot, kasi sabi ko sa kanya-kanya, you pray for a parking spot. Kasi minsan talaga, yun, yung kapag ka, wala talagang maparkingan, kapag ka holiday, di ba? SM lang, parang online ng lalakari mo para lang makapag-park, di ba? Pero I'm telling her, did you, you pray for a parking lot. So that, on, on those little, little things, her faith can now build up na mas nagihilingin niya pa yung mas malaki kay Lord because Lord, parking lot, kaya mong isod. Baka naman yung, yung ano ko sa birthday ko, baka pwede mo ba rin ibigay, di ba? And eh, hindi na tayo yung nakikita ng anak natin. Hindi na tayo nakikita ng inaalagaan natin kundi si Lord. Now, as parents, it's actually our responsibility na tayo yung mag-impart. Tayo yung may malaking oras. Tayo yung may, di ba, may, may time to impart those things to our children. Yung binasa po natin today is a psalm of Asap. So, whenever we talk about psalm, or actually today up until I think by the end of October, psalms po yung, yung ating uh, pag-aaralan. Uh, we go through Psalms 119, Mission Sundays as well. Psalm lahat yon hanggang October. So, if you are looking for a devotion, you can go with us in the book of Psalm. Whenever we talk about the book of Psalm, it retells a biblical story of in poetry style of literatures. Kaya pag tinignan niyo yung sum no, para kang nagbabasa ng ano, ng Florante at Laura. Sino ba nakaabot ng Florante at Laura? Kinento lang sa akin ni Kuya Carlo, di ko alam kung ano 'yan. Ibong Adarna, ibong Adarna. Yan, parang gano'n, para kang nagbabasa ng gano'n, di ba? Marang makakatulog eh doon sa literary format, di ba? But the sum actually is inviting us into a literary temple. What does it mean? Bakit literary temple? So in biblical temp, in biblical context, yung temple is actually the tabernacle of God. It's a place where they could go to worship. It's a place where they could, you know, see the 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 you know, where it's a it's a place in Jerusalem where where people could go and meet God. You will see those arts, those beauty, yung mga magandang cortina. You will see priests performing rituals. You will see and they will hear songs and praises where all these things I mentioned symbolically proclaim that God rules over us. Doon yung presensya ni Lord sa tabernacle, including those who worship Him. So, yung nangyari yung Babylon, yan, captivity. So, kinuha yung temple, kinuha lahat, nasira yung temple, nagiba yung temple. Now, saan sila mag-worship? They were now in exile. Saan sila mag-worship? And the book of Psalm now is the scroll now is being read to them so that they could go into a literary form of worship. So, yung, yung trauma nila from being captured by Babylon and the Jerusalem and the temple being destroyed. Sana sila para sana sila pupunta so that they could meet God to sing their story, to sing their praises. That's where the book of Psalms comes in. It's a prayer for the exiles. So, kapag ka nagbabasa sila ng Book of Psalms, inaalala nila. So, ini-imagine nila nasa temple sila. It's designed as a virtual temple. 
So we enter the psalm to meet with God and to hear the entire biblical story sung back to us in poetry. So nandiyan po, kompleto po yung psalm na yan. It's from praises to songs. Maraming kanta actually na nandito sa book of psalm. Marami ring sama ng loob. If you look at the, the verse that we have read, Psalm 73 is a book of Asaph as well. Yung sama ng loob na hinaing nila kay God. The book of, yung binasa natin is one of those psalm na na pinapaalala ni Asaph na ito yung nangyari sa inyong mga tatay, sa inyong mga lolo at lola. Diba? A psalm is a, you know, yun yung, yun yung nangyari dun sa book of Psalm. So the author Asaph, yung author po ng binasa natin, is actually the music director of uh, in the temple of David and Solomon. Asaph was a prophet in this in, in his musical composition. So, yung Psalm 78 po na binasa natin is the longest uh, the longest historical psalm. So, ang lesson po, actually, just to give a one-point message, bigay ko na yung one-point message ngayon. The book of, the one-point message for, the, for today and next Sunday is actually that history must not repeat itself. The people must never again be unbelieving. So, yun po yung pag-aaralan natin. That's why when you look into Psalm 78 verse 1, ang sabi dyan, Give ear, O my people, to my teaching, incline your ears to the words of my mouth. So, this is a historical psalm. Asaph is now saying to give ear, O my people, to my teaching. So, binabasa nila yan and incline your ears to the words of my mouth. The theme of this psalm is the goodness and the kindness of God to His stubborn and rebellious people. That et, Ito yung ginawa ni God from Egypt. Ito yung mga ginawa ni God. Ito tayo. Ito ganito katigas yung ulo natin. Ganito katigas yung ayaw nating makinig kay Lord na kahit anong gawin ni Lord, hindi susundin ko. Ako yung masusunod sa buhay ko. That's the book of Psalm, Psalm chapter 78. So, nirecount ngayon ni Asap yung history. Binuklat na yung history. Asap hopes that the current generation would not repeat the sins of their predecessors. The Psalm is to instruct all people who believe in God on how to please God. That's why on the, the second part of the phrase, it says, incline your ears. Means they are leaning toward the message and want to hear what it is saying. In verse 2, it says there, I will open my mouth in parable. I will utter dark sayings from the old. This verse is actually a, a messianic prophecy. In Matthew chapter 13, kinote ni Jesus tong, tong uh, verse 2. I will open my mouth in parable. Jesus was questioned, bakit ka ba parable ng parable? Diba? And if you look at Matthew 13, ang sabi niyan, para kayong mga disciple ko, kayong mga chosen people ko, maintindihan nyo kung anong ibig kong sabihin at kayong mga nakikinig dyan, nakiki, nakiki ano lang, yung ano bang gagawin ni Jesus, yan, yung mga nakikisaw-saw lang, para hindi nyo maintindihan. Yan yung sabi ni Jesus sa Matthew chapter 13. So, it's a messianic prophecy. In verse verse says there are things that we have known that our fathers have told us. So Asap did not bring up new things for discussion. Habi niya, alam niyo na to. Uulitin ko lang ulit. Pinag-usapan na natin to before. So isipin mo ganun katigas ang ulo ng Israelites before. Diba? Nasa exile na sila. Ganun pa rin. They were unfaithful to God. Now, meron lang mga tao like Daniel and Ezra and Nehemiah that stood up in face Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that stood up in the midst of persecution. But yung halos lahat ng Israelite, they bow down to Baal. Uh, kung mamamatay sila, hindi, dito na lang ako sin para di ako mamatay. Ganun, ganun yung buhay nila. So, Asaph did not bring up a new thing in discussion. Things that were already within the mind of Israel. So, yung mga events, mga themes received from their fathers, he also knew that they had received what they had received, they had to pass on to the next generation. So, ang sabi niyan, that, huwag natin kalimutan yung mga bagay na tinuro ko sa inyo. That's why, ano ba yung mga bagay na yun? If you look at Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4, ang sabi niyan, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. The first thing is who God is. So, tinuro ni Asap, binalikan niya, sino ba si Lord sa buhay? Sino ba si God sa, sa atin? So, Israelite was the 
only nation that serves one God. Doon sa lugar nila. Everyone else sa paligid nila serves a polytheistic God. So maraming gods. <coughs> so si, si yung Israel lang ang nag ang nag uh, naglagay ng ng monotheistic which is Yahweh. And in verse 5, Deuteronomy 6 verse 5, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind and with all all your soul and with all your might. So ito yung sinabi. Now, ito yung binalikan ni Asap. You have one God which is Yahweh and that Yahweh, we need to love him. The Shema, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. So everything that we do, dapat naka-honor kay God. Yun yung sinasabi ni Asaph. Now, we look into ourselves. Tayo as parents. Minsan, alam mo yun, yung we, we are coming from an authority na akala natin lahat ng pwede natin gawin tama. Ha? Yung, para ba to? Uh, yung, yung authoritarian na figure na na pagka nagalit tayo for example sa anak natin. 'Di ba? Pag nagalit tayo sa anak natin, yung dadapanan ng anak natin, pagagalitan mo pa, yung mga ganun, nung wala namang kasalanan. 'Di ba? It's just for clumsiness and for uh, 'di ba? Alam mo mga meron ba dito mayroong mga anong makukulit na mga 2 year old, 3 year old na bata. <laughs> diba? Nakaka-relate kayo. Yung yung gigil na gigil ka na. na kulang na lang i-i-duct tape mo sa pader. Yung, yung ganong parusa, di ba? We, we, we are coming from that point of view na, na buti na lang hindi, yun mo yun, buti na lang, yung minsan, ano pa tayo, buti na lang hindi si, then you, you will state your mom's name or your father's name. Buti na lang hindi sila yung tatay at nanay mo, di ba? Diba? Ako, very guilty ako dyan, di ba? Yung, yung kay Shaya, yung panakot namin kay Shaya, buti na lang, di ba? Yun yung, ano, and when we look into it, no, parang mali, di ba? Yung, yung parenting style into, into doing it. Na, o nga, no, that instead of us encouraging our children and loving them with care, that, oh, nandyan, nandyan yung pag-impalo minsan, eh, nandyan yun. Kasama yun sa pagpapalaki ng anak natin. It's not either or, it's both. But we, we need to understand na at the end of it, ano ba yung natutunan nila? Baka kasi ang natutunan nila, ayoko nang mag-try ng iba because papaluin ako ni mama or ni papa. Ayoko nang mag-try ng bago. Gusto ko na lang itong mga lagi kong ginagawa, di ba? Then we discourage them into doing something new. When we discourage them into, you know, into looking for something na magkano mag, mag, ng, ng senses nila. And that's why in verse 6, ang sabi dyan, and this words I command you today, shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently on your children and shall talk to them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign of your hand, and they shall be frontlets between your ears. You shall write them on your doorsteps of your house and on your gates. When I was reading this, repent ka na lang talaga kay Lord eh. Yung, alam mo yun, yung imbis na yung conversation natin sa dinner time or sa kainan, pagsabay-sabay tayo nagla-lunch, alam mo yun, yung Netflix na pinanood natin, di ba? Whoa, whoa. Mga nakaka-relate. Di ba? Yun yung pinag-uusapan. O minsan may, may tag-isa pa tayong Korean novela. Ako, mayroon ako. Tapos si Shaya, mayroon din, di ba? Anime naman sa kanya. While eating, instead of engaging in a conversation na 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 alam mo yun nakapag-honor kay God. Imbis na i-guide natin sila doon sa ito yung ito yung ano so ano bang plano mo sa buhay? Ito ba ito ba yung plan na pinapagawa sa ni Lord? We encourage them to pursue the plan of God in their lives. We encourage them to look for who God is and to experience God more in their lives, di ba? Hindi ko sasabing mali yung manood ng Korean novel, but I I think that the the the, the point is um, dapat mas marami yung ganung conversation sa mga anak natin. Dapat mas marami yung ganong conversation sa mga kapatid natin na mas bata sa atin. In, in verse 9, niya, sabi niya, you shall write them on your doorsteps and your house and your gates. Now, in, in, in parental guidance, the scripture has no room for neutrality. If you look into the West today, you know, sabi nga nila, whatever happens to the West happens to the rest of the world. Ayun yung nagsasabi nila lagi. Freedom happened into the West. 
happen to every to to dun sa lahat ng nakapaligid sa sa buong mundo. If you look on the West today, diba, on how now they have a difficulty, you know, they have a difficulty defining what a woman is. Yung mga ganong bagay, diba? Now, now, Bibles have been now removed. If you're, if you're looking into the news, no, tinanggal na po yung mga Bibles sa library nila. The story of Anne Frank, tinanggal na sa, sa libraries nila. You know, there's a lot now, diba, nagkakastruggle ngayon yung isang baker dahil ayaw niya lang gumawa ng cake. But that's happening into the West and, you know, time and time again, what's happening to the West, it will happen all over the world. If you look into the, the laws that will now pass, na mapabab, into, iba yung ngayon pa lang eh, a Muslim senator <coughs> passing same-sex marriage, same-sex union, CP mo, Muslim na nga yun eh. Diba? But that's, mga magulang, yun po yung mundo where we will release our children. Now, the question is now, the question is now, ano yung ini-instill natin sa kanila so that we can be assured that whenever they have that discourse of politics and discourse of you know relationship, that they will always go to the eternal word of God as their source of authority for life and conduct. Ano yung ginagawa nating way para maintindihan natin, para maintindihan ng mga anak natin na dapat yung Bible yung authority natin in our life and conduct. Na hindi yung feelings natin, hindi yung mga kaibigan nila, na hindi yung mga nakapaligid sa kanila, but they always go back to the living word of God and say, this is my source of authority. Whatever God says, kahit ginagawa ng mundo at akala ng mundo ang tama, mali pa din siya. Ano ginagawa natin as parents for us to really understand our children so that we could go where they are and we could pick them up and bring them to where God wants them to be. In Psalm 78 verse 4, it says that we will not hide them from their children. But tell the coming generation, ano yung sasabihin? Glorious deeds of the Lord, His might, and wonders that He has done. So yung tatlong bagay, this verse and the next verse will actually serve as an anchor. So nasa introduction pa lang po ako. And so, nasa, itong, itong verse na to at yung next verse will serve as an anchor sa pag-uusapan natin. The glorious deeds of God, teaching them that God was worthy for adoration and gratitude. Last week, I talked about the word worthy, the word axios, axis, where we get the word axis. That it's a marketplace term. We're in Kapag ka nasa timbangan ka, di ba? Yung 10 kilo, maglalagay sila ng bato na 10 kilo so that we would know na 10 kilo na nasa kabilang side. And now, it's, it's actually Jesus on the other side. That we need to walk worthy according to dun sa basis nung, nung nasa kabilang side. But here's the beauty of our Christian life. Here's the beauty of our salvation. It's a lifelong journey of repentance towards God and acknowledging Him as our Lord. Habang buhay po yun. As long, as, as yun yung, yung I, I said this as, as well dun sa Victory Leaders, uh, Group Leaders meeting uh, last week, that until Christ is formed in us. Alam natin na hindi yun mangyayari. Mangyayari lang yun kapag ka nasa langit na tayo. It will take a lifetime for us to know Him. But until Christ is formed in us, parents, it's our opportunity to instruct and guide our children to do the same. Malaki po yung responsibility natin as parents to teach the glorious deeds of God, to talk about salvation, you know, to talk about the truths of the gospel, then His might, about His power and greatness above and beyond. Napag na-experience natin no, yung anak natin na, alam mo yun, yung struggle natin as a family. Provision. I appreciate how Ano ang pangalan nila to? Yung nag-transition kanina. <laughs> Elise, Elise. Uh, Elise, grabe sabi ko, kinikilabutan ako dun sa likod kanina on how she did the transition. And sabi ko, oo nga, no? Na pag na-experience talaga nila yung, yung, yung provision na hindi galing sa atin as parents, talagang ang way nila is to acknowledge God na sa kanya galing yung provision. Eh. Lord, 
sa iyo galing tong provision, hindi sa mga parents ko. So I'm gonna worship you. I'm thank I'm gonna thank my parents, but I know that that, that this came from me. And that's the beauty of us as parents. Na hindi natin i-shield yung anak natin, mga anak natin sa God. And we encourage them to know God more in their lives and to uh, have that relationship with God as well. Then the wonders that He has done. That, that is God's power and greatness in active assistance to His people. Wonders of His redeeming love. Minsan, providence. Divine providence and grace. Now, a few weeks ago, I received a blessing na of yung family namin. Habi ko, Lord, para saan tong blessing na to? Is it for someone else? Is it for us? So, di ko siya ginagalaw. Then, two weeks after that, nasira yung sasakyan. Habi ko, Lord, salamat ha. Habi ko, ilam mo yun, yung prepare na ni Lord, yung provision, bago ko pa dumating dun sa problema. Na, that's the divine providence of God. Na minsan meron tayong mga ganun that we encourage our children na malaman ng mga anak natin yun so they would understand who God is. That God's hand is actually in our personal lives. Even though He created the universe, even though He created the world around us, He is touching us personally. Na may kamay si Lord dun sa decision mo ngayon. Na may kamay si Lord dun sa doon sa pag-aaral niya, kung saan siya nasa school ngayon, na may kamay si Lord, that there's a reason for him or her kung bakit siya nandiyan sa school ngayon is for her to be a testimony, not only doon sa, sa mga kaklase niya, but also to those teachers na may influence sa kanya. Well, yung kanina sa real life, di ba? You see the story of how, how God has placed her department of education where, he, where she could influence not only yung peers niya, but also those students. So, isipin mo, nasa admin pa siya. How, gano'ng kagrabe yung influence na meron siya. And now, he could now have that platform into serving God and serving people. And that's where we now, doon tayo papasok as, as parents eh, na, na sabihin natin sa mga anak natin, there's a reason for you kung bakit dyan ka naka-enroll. There's a reason for you bakit ito yung kaklase mo. There's a reason for you, you know, to, en- to enjoy that season of their lives. Para pag na-enjoy nila yung season na yun, they would really know who God is in their lives. And they could apply the, the teachings of the Word of God and apply it into their lives. This shows how important it is to understand where God's hand is at work in history. That history should be a record of what God has done. Sa buhay natin as a family, sa buhay ng mga anak natin, that history should always be a record of what God has done. Now, nagturo po ako ng church history a few weeks ago in our Leadership 113. If you want to attend our Leadership 113 next year, you can just talk to your Victory Group leaders. No? Uh, and uh, it's a journey where we could learn more about God. Now, when history is written and thought that way, that's about the hand of God, it affects hopes and memories of our young people in a way that it forces them to obey God. Who has shown who has been shown to them. Napag nakilala nila na si God, no, I, I talked about John Calvin and John Wycliffe and John Huss, no, that's a church history, wherein, wherein the Bible was translated into a German language before the German came in. Ganun, ganun yung hand the Lord into, into provision, into provid, divine providence, from generation to generation. Those three stories, the glorious deeds of God, His might, His wonders, what He has done, was handed down to the next generation. That as parents, and to us children as well, we must look into the scripture and find lessons for ourselves in them. Napagkabinoksan po natin yung scripture, whenever we go to David and Goliath, hindi po tayo si David. Tayo yung mga Israelite na takot na takot na makipaglabahan dun sa kaawa. It was God who redeemed. Whenever we go into the story of the lions then hindi po tayo si Daniel na nandun. Hindi po tayo, malamang tayo pa yung nagpatapon kay Daniel. Tayo yung pa yung buhay natin na ina. ina ano. Whenever we look into the scripture, we need to see 
that it is about God. We're blessed actually to have Bibles today. We're actually blessed to have peoples. A lot of people have died because just translating the Bible from Latin to English. As Christian parents should build tomorrow's leaders. Na dapat may say tayo into, into the society that we will send off our children to. Dapat tayo yung nangunguna into molding our children to be the next congressman, to be the next mayor, to be the next businessman, to be the next maybe president of our country. Na tayo as parents should build tomorrow's leaders. That's why we have victory groups, we have life groups, we have equipping classes where we constantly tell the wonders of God. Ba yung kausap mo palang sa victory group, may encourage ka na eh. Diba? If you don't have a victory group yet, I encourage you to have one. That's where we encourage each other and pray for each other. You know, and you know, kapag may struggle tayo, a group, of, a group of people will pray for us. The next verse, it says there, He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which He commanded our fathers to teach our children. The glorious deeds God's might, God's wonders. Asap actually used here a emphasis of describing yung, yung double yung repetition. Jacob is actually translated into Israel. His, his name was actually then was changed into Israel. And then, yung, yung binigay ni Lord into those Israelites in Mount Sinai, it was said to be the oracles of God. He commanded our, our fathers to teach the children. When God imparts His word, it is in order for it to be conveyed to the succeeding generation. Na minsan, yun nga, no, nasa conversation tayo sa kapagkainan. Nasa conversation tayo, sa bago matulog yung anak natin, it should be the conversation about who God is. Because in fury, the revelation of God will perish or become utterly irrelevant if it's not passed on to the next generation. Meron ba ditong second generation Christian? May mga second generation Christian. Meron ba yun? Yung, yung how, we, we saw how how on fire our father and our mother was. In God. Tapos madaday down, mawawater down into our generation. And then pag pinasa natin, mawawater down until such a generation na hindi na nakakakilala kay God. I was in a business trip in Europe a few years ago. Nung kausap ko yung boss ko na nandun, no? alam ko na yung Europe was the front line of those the reformation. Doon nangyari sa kanila yun. Eh. Sila yung mga nauna eh. Pero pag tinignan mo ngayon, alam mo yun, maiinggit ka sa kanilang transport system. Maiinggit ka sa kanilang on how they communicate to their lives. Pero may kulang. You know, that end of red light district, meron pong isang napakalaking simbahan. Ang ganda ng simbahan. Pero pagpasok mo, walang tao sa loob. Figurine lang pala. You know, I went to, you know, merong restaurant doon or bar type restaurant. Formerly, a former church. Nandun pa yung organ, nandun pa yung piano. I really, that's where yung my calling was, was, ano, eh, was solidified. Eh, na, Sige na Lord, susunod na ako sa'yo, sabi ko sa, nung, nung, nung pagbalik ko from that trip. Because I saw, you know, yung sayang yung generation na hindi nagsilbi kay Lord. Then when I asked my boss, sabi niya, you know, we don't need God anymore. Bakit? Progress happened. Ha? Huh? Kung kailan pa nag-progress, because Christianity is there, nag-progress yung bansa nila, they forget who God is. Now, when you look into the scripture, ganun din pala yung nangyari. Hindi siya bagong story. The Israelites that went out crossing that Red Sea, anong ula na ng reklamo nung nagkanagutom sila? Mabuti pa sa Egypt. Kakagaling mo lang ng Red Sea. Nakita mo kung paano na nahati yung Red Sea. Tapos sasabihin mo mas mabuti pa sa Egypt kaysa, kaysa magkaroon ako ng relationship dun sa Diyos na naghati ng Red Sea. Nung nauhaw sila, ganun din, mabuti pa, sa, mabuti pa sa Egypt, mabuti pa sa Egypt. Ano nangyari? Those murmuring generation 
hindi sila nakapasok into the promised land. Now, the generation that went in, sila din yung may problema, progress happened. Diba? They, they went in the land that is flowing with milk and honey. Then, the next generation is the generation that don't know God. We look into the scripture, we look into what's happening around the world. O nga, no? If a generation, nalimutan natin kung sino si God, hindi natin napasa into the next generation. Magkakaroon ng problema yung bansa. Magkakaroon ng problema yung family. Kaya ang sabi ni Asap in verse 6, that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn, and arise and tell to them, to their children. The word know there is from the Hebrew word yada, meaning to make known and to declare. Yung know nyan is actually a intimate term. Yan, very, very intimate yung knowing na yan, to know. It's the word yada. And, and it's in an accusative form, meaning I need to know something. You, you were pushed into knowing something. Meaning it's about the glorious deeds of God. God's might and God's wonder, commanding and commandments of God. But here's the thing. Knowing God is different from knowing about God. Knowing God means having a personal relationship with Him. Now, as parents, are we encouraging our children to have that personal relationship with God? O baka tayo pa'y nagiging hindrance para hindi nila mas makilala si God. Diba? Yung pag may pumunta sa bahay nyo, sabihin mo, wala ako ah. Wala daw po si mama, wala daw po si papa. Sabi niya po, wala daw siya. Diba? Baka tayo pa'y maging hindrance. Knowing God means to have a personal relationship with Him. And as we experience God in our lives as parents, as we experience God's mind, as we experience the wonders of God, these are the things we need to teach the next generation. Naipasa natin sa mga anak natin, ipasa natin sa mga anak ng anak nila, ipasa natin sa mga grand, to our grandchildren. Yung binasa po natin from verse 1 to verse 8 is a multi-generational verse. Three times, fathers were mentioned. Children were mentioned three times. And generation were mentioned three times. The Word of God is always new every morning. Diba? Alam mo yun, yung pag binasa mo yung, yung uh, Proverbs 3, chapter, 5, chapter 3, verses 5 to 6, it's now on a different lens pag binasa natin Ngayon, kaysa binasa natin two years ago. Because nag-grow tayo kay Lord. The Bible actually that we have is like a map showing us how to conquer through life. I have this advice sa principal po namin sa school. Sabi niya, magbasa ka lang ng scripture ng Bible, the least you could do, the least that could happen to you is for you to learn English. E King James yun. So old English ako pag uh, nagsalita. Pero pag binasa mo yung ESV, the, the least that you could know is actually to learn English. Yan. If you look into our pastors, mga matatandang pastors, mga sanay magbasa ng Bible, ang gagaling mag-English. Para pag na mag-biblical English yung alam nila. And this happened to me when I was struggling with my faith and I'm struggling with who God is in my life. I'm a second generation Christian, so nag-struggle ako sa faith ko. Na parang ano mayon, the green, the grass is always greener on the other side. Yan. Parang mas masarap sa mundo. But parang mas masarap yung ginagawa nila kasi, kasi bawal gawin sa akin. Eh. Yan yung mga ganun. Pag hindi natin na, naintindihan, naipaliwalag sa mga anak natin, na hindi bawal yan, yung hindi natin pinapaliwalag kung bakit bawal. Yan yung, yung minsan yun yung kura sa atin as parents. Eh, na pinagbabawalan natin sila. But we don't really try to learn, try to explain kung bakit. Yan. So hindi nila gets kung bakit. Kung ba, ah, bawal yan. Bakit bakit? Bakit bawal? Sabi ni Mami bawal. Yung mga ganun, di ba? Hindi nila gets kung bakit bawal. Diba? So, I, I struggled with my faith. I struggled with my, with my Christian life. Then, pagdating ko ng college. Ayan. So, hindi eh, ko lang kung nangyari. Pero pag pumasok ako sa isang subject, it was 7 a.m. in the morning. I think meron ako mga meetings sa, sa USG, sa student government. So, pagpasok ko, 
prelim public speaking. I need to I need to uh, have a speech in front of the class. Huh? Exam pagpasok ko exam, di ba? Dahil si Ben, di ako pumasok doon mga previous classes. Di ba? Pagpasok ko exam na. Pagpasok ko, okay, ako na. So, time ko na. You know what I did? I recited Acts chapter 17. From memory. Sabi ko, Lord, salamat ha. Yung, yung mga pasalamat ko na lang kay Lord. Na nagka-grade ako dahil minemorize ko na yun years ago. And now the Holy Spirit is now trying to have them understand. Now, I have an opportunity to preach the gospel. No, backslider pa ako nun, pero I have the opportunity to preach the gospel. And I said, ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotion, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. King James Pine, and I had the opportunity to preach the gospel. Now I understand. Okay, Lord, salamat. Dahil yung mga bagay pala na natandaan ko nung bata ako, those memory verses na natutunan ko nung bata ako, those teachings na natutunan ko sa mga sa magulang ko, in the right time, the Holy Spirit will have, the, will have them remember. And then maaalala natin that we could go through that process of life because of those things. Na minsan, tayo as parents, di ba? Yung, eh, hindi, bata pa naman yung anak ko eh. No, hindi pa niya maintindihan yung Bible eh. No. I encourage you to teach those the justification, to, to, to teach who Jesus Christ is in their life. Have them memorize verses so that when the time comes na kailangan nila yung tulong ni Lord, they would always go to the scripture and understand, ah, yun pala yung tinuro ni mami sa akin. Ah, yun pala yung tinuro ni daddy sa akin. Kaya pala, kaya pala pinamemorize sa akin ni, ni mami at ni daddy to. Because of those situations na mas nakikilala nila ngayon kung sino si God sa buhay nila instead of those friends na meron sila that's serving them into the world. By teaching the word of God, our faith will be strengthened. And by teaching them to their child, to our children, their faith will be strengthened as well. We have to study the Word of God and follow what it says. We succeed and have an eternal life to look forward to at the end of our earthly life. Parents, this is my prayer to you to bury that seed to the soil of the hearts of your children. That memory verse, that scripture, that teachings of who God is, the gospel of who Jesus Christ, bury that seed into the hearts of your children so they will stand strong in the storm. An example of it is Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5, it says there, I, remind, I am reminded of your sincere faith. A faith that dwelt first in your grandmother, Louis, and your mother, Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you. Yusipin mo, si Eunice, being a grandmother, shared his faith. Not Louis, a grandmother, shared his faith to Eunice, and both of them shared the faith of Timothy. Now, Timothy has to be thankful of to his mother and to his grandmother. Responsibility po natin yun, as parents, as guardians of our kids. Maybe, Ano ka, yung mas nakakabatang kapatid, or maybe tita. But it's our responsibility to help those children grow in the knowledge of God. In verse 7, it says, So that they should set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments. God's desire for the next generation is to have hope in God. Yung po yung desire ni God sa next generation. Na pag nakilala nila kung sino si God and when the struggle comes, when the storm na dumating sa buhay nila, they could have hope on who God is in their lives. Life as we know it is packed of mountains and valleys, ups and downs. For those who are chosen by God, each of these moments, our ups and downs, is a chance to know God more for our hope to be renewed. Na pagka nagkaroon tayo ng answered prayer, no, we always thank God and our, our children now will thank God because of that answered prayer. Kapag ka nagka, no, yung, yung nakita ng anak natin, yung buhay natin as Christian, yun, mga Lord, salamat ha, dahil nakilala ng nanay ko, nakilala ng tatay ko kung sino ka, dahil doon mas nakilala kita. 
It's our responsibility as parents. The world without God has no hope. Those who live by the instructions in the Bible and believe in Jesus have hope in the resurrection. Verse 8, it says this. Ito yung masakit na verse. And that they should not be like their fathers. When I, when I was reading this, sabi ko, grabe yun, that they should not be like their fathers. That God's desire for the next generation is to keep walking in God's ways. Yun yung desire ni God sa next generation, that they will not be like their fathers. <clears throat> so, yung, yung kinikwento ni Asap dito is about those gen that generation that went out of Egypt na nagreklamo, that keeps on murmuring, na hindi mas mabuti pa sa Egypt, and also that generation na, na tumawid na ng, is, ng promise na that because of progress, because uh, nag, because gumanda yung buhay nila, the, the next generation forgot who God is. A stubborn and rebellious generation, a murmuring generation that turned against the teaching of God over and over again. A generation that did not place their faith in God. Ipapasahin po natin yung verses 9 to 39. Makikita natin doon kung gano'ng katigas ng ulo ng mga tao sa Israel. Now we will look into our lives. Parang ako rin yun na. Ah. Parang may checklist. Ah. And then ipapakita na God kung gano'n siya ka-faithful. I'll just put a summary to it. In verse 13, ang sabi ni, ang sabi ni Asa dyan, He divided, God divided the sea. Anong ginawa ng mga Israelite? They forgot His works. Pagkatawid na pagkatawid nila ng Israel, ng, ng Red Sea. Mabuti pa sa Egypt. Mabuti pa sa Egypt. In verse 14, he led them with a cloud. So habang naglalakad sila sa initan, nagkaroon ng cloud, yung, uh, yung, yung nagkaroon ng bubong sa kanilang mga ulo. Anong ginawa ng mga Israelite? They sinned still more against him. In verse 24, na nagutom sila, he rained down mana to eat. Yung mga Israelite, anong ginawa? They tested God in their hearts. Grabe, no? In verse 38, he atoned for their iniquity. Mga Israelite, in spite of this, they still sinned. Verse 43, he performed his signs in Egypt. Israelites, they did not remember his power. Verse 54, he brought them to his holy land. Anong ginawa ng mga Israelite? They moved him to jealousy with their idols. That's actually three generations. The generation that came out of Egypt, the generation that went into the promised land, and that generation that forgot who God is in their lives. Patuloy, patuloy nilang nakalimutan si God hanggang sa na-conquer na sila ng Babylon. They were transported down. They were put in exile. Parents, here's a reminder to each and every one of us. There is a battle going on for the spiritual lives of our children. Let us not turn our backs on them. Na minsan alam mo yun, yung yung struggle ng mga anak natin. And then, no, bu, yan lang naramdaman mo. Yan lang, di ba? Yung mas, ganun tayo as parents eh. Di ba? Imbis na we comfort them and we pray for them and we uphold them. And we encourage them to do what is right in the eyes of God. Kaya tayo nasasabihan minsan na hindi mo ako nararamdaman. Hindi mo ako naiintindihan. There is a spiritual battle going on in the hearts of our children. Let us not turn our backs on them. Let us devote ourselves in teaching them the works and the word of God. Let us tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of our God. As I end this preaching, I ask Kuya just to play a song. Tayo po tayong lahat. And here's what we will do. Yung may mga kasama pong anak, I want you to pray for your children. And maybe you ask for forgiveness. If your husband and wife just pray together and pray for your children, pray for your marriage, pray for you know, this is how we will raise our kids. 
Oh, sige po, we pray, let's pray together. If you're, if nag-iisa po kayo, look for a partner and pray for each other as well. You know, and uh, pag-pray po natin yung isa't isa. Because this will be a struggle. Now, when, when, when the family is strengthened, the church will be strengthened as well. And because the church will be strengthened, community will be strengthened. Because community will be strengthened, a country will be strengthened. It will all start by strengthening a family. It will all start na oh, dapat okay yung tayo as parents, okay tayo as, uh, as husbands and wives, as children. People, I want you to pray for each other now. I'll give a few minutes to pray for each other. If you want prayers po, pwede po kayong lumapit sa harap. We'll pray for you as well. Sige po. Mag-pray natin yung mga anak natin. Mag-pray natin yung isa't isa. thank you for the preaching of your word today thank you Lord for these families that we have in Victory Carmona Lord salamat Lord for imparting their lives to each other salamat Lord for having them pray for each other Lord that if our families are strong in this church your church will be strong and if your church are strong, is strong Lord the community where we belong to will be strong Lord we pray, Lord, we thank you for the people in our lives who can impart faith and hope in us. We pray for every parent and every teacher. We pray for every fellow student. We pray for every people po na naka-interact namin. We pray for the next generation of leaders, Lord, that God will use them for us to know you more and walk in our ways. Lord, we pray for the faith to relinquish control of your situations to God. Lord, we believe that as we continue in obeying you, we will fulfill the purpose that you have for each and every one of us. We pray, Lord, we ask you to strengthen our faith even when there are difficult times in our lives. Even when there are sorrowful situations sa buhay namin, Lord, we pray that your hope, our hope, will always be in Christ and that we will share this hope to others. Lord, maraming salamat for the preaching of your word today. Salamat, Lord, sa lessons na natunan namin today. 
as we impart our lives to the next generation, as we impart our lives to our children, to our grandchildren, to their children's children. Lord, give us the grace and the strength that we could obey your will and follow you. And as we go out to this place, I pray for peace and provision to each and every one. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I send you off in the peace of the Lord. God bless everyone. See you again next Sunday. If you need prayers, you can come in front and we'll pray for you. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message today. Feel free to share this episode to your friends too. Subscribe and follow us on Facebook and YouTube for videos and updates. For more information about our church, visit Victory Carmona Facebook page.